Do unto yourself as you do unto others. Part of an occasional series about phrases that this therapist finds himself repeating often. I know, I've gotten the golden rule all mixed up, but hear me out. This golden rule, like most things, depends on where you stand as to how you see it or how you experience it. For many of us, we only hear this, do unto others as you would have them do unto you, or something like this, treat others as you would want to be treated. And those are wonderful words, especially if you are in a position to do good for someone else. Many of us are in those positions. Clinically, I have worked with folks who are in positions to help others, nurses and doctors, paramedics and police officers, clergy and teachers, librarians and caregivers, and so many others who are in a position to help or to hurt. In that position, I want someone to treat me in the same way that they would want to be treated. But part of the challenge is that we take this too far, and in a way that hurts instead of helps. Yes, we should do good for others, treating them as we would like to be treated, but we should also treat ourselves in this way. Listening to our own advice, taking time off when we need to, making sure that we are caring for ourselves with as much effort as we care for others. Tending to our own boundaries, just as well as we encourage others to say no when it is important to say no. You see, I'm especially reminded of this need this week as I am preparing for a presentation for a local group of social workers about the ethics of self-care, a talk that asserts that it is a part of our own ethical mandate to care for ourselves. We should care for ourselves to ensure that we are providing good care, that we do not find ourselves in such a stressed place that we are transmitting that stress to our patients. Our own boundaries get tough to maintain when we forget to stop, breathe, and listen to where we are. And this is where the perspective piece comes in. For many of us in the helping professions or any of you in some capacity to help others, we understand this golden rule pretty well. The difficulty comes when we need to take our own advice, that advice about saying no, about taking a day off, about being gentle with yourself, and especially about acknowledging your own worth and value, and that it is acceptable to take care of your own needs, of your own self. So sometimes I hear myself twisting up this golden rule and saying, Do unto yourself as you do unto others. So now, in terms of getting to the faith part of this mandate, this golden rule, this golden rule is found in some form 
in many of the world religions. Now, I am citing a reading of the Christian version because that is my own faith heritage. But even then, it's important to remember that Jesus spoke in one way to those who had power. For example, calling the religious leaders of that day a brood of vipers. Not a very nice term. And Jesus spoke another way to those who did not have power or status. For example, touching and healing and accepting those who were disabled, ill, those who were outcast, some of whom were such outcasts that they had to become prostitutes. So this perspective-taking does have some justification. Be careful how you read a text and take note of who the words were spoken to. For many of us, helping professionals or not, it is hard to feel that it is acceptable for us to care for ourselves in the same way that we care for others. We think that others' needs are more pressing, more important, and that our needs are not important. That we are not important. And if you, if you happen to be a person who only thinks about yourself, only taking care of your own needs, then absolutely yes. Go take care of someone else. Treat them just like you would want to be treated. But for those of us who struggle to take care of ourselves, to meet our own needs, to even think that it is important to take care of ourselves, for us, know that yes, it is okay, even good, to take care of yourself. Please, Treat yourself and your needs in the same way that you would for someone else. Your patient, your client, your student, your patron, your guest. Do unto yourself as you would do for others. As a note of explanation, I am a clinical social worker, and I work in a fairly rural area with few clinicians. So if you're a licensed mental health professional like me, it is a place where you can still make a good go of it in private practice. But what that also means is that you will work with a wide variety of people, even more so if you are willing to and competent working with children. For me, I see children, adolescents, and adults with a few older adults and couples thrown in, too. It can make for a fun and varied day in the office. If you're listening to this recording and it's helpful, I'm glad. But um, please know that listening to something like this, while it may be educational and helpful, is no substitute for seeing a clinician. So I hope that you're able to find somebody in your area that, uh, that you feel a good alliance with and can be helpful to you.